Jesus grew with favor with the Lord and with men. And Jesus was the epitome of love. And I'm sure he showed love to himself in the process because he had respect for people. He had respect um, for the things of God. and But he still showed honor to people that were, you know, not really worth it. But he didn't, he didn't bow down to them. He didn't um, go along with the shenanigans that they were pushing. But he still showed a, a a form of respect to them. You know, he, and then by him doing that, he was loving himself. Because we know he had all power. So if he wanted to really shame people and ridicule people, he had the power to do that. If he wanted to curse people and you know like I mean as far as like put bad things on them like the Pharisees he could have really had fire just come at down right then from heaven and burn them up but as you see he, there's no there's no incidents where he did anything like that and then even when the devil came to him with his shenanigans he um, he could have judged the devil right then and took care of him but he he just he just was uh able to be confident in who he was as Jesus and, and who he was and as a, a being on this earth at the time in human flesh and he just really was humble I mean he truly was the epitome of humbleness because when you got power and you don't use it you're also showing mercy to people and you're showing that okay the only time that he kind of put he did have to put Pilate in his place at one point when Pilate said don't you know I have the power to set you free or to keep you you know uh to, to execute you if these people keep on begging me to execute you and you won't even speak to me he said don't you know I have the your life is in my hand and then Jesus had to politely or just kind of give give the truth on that one he said, no, the power that you have my father is allowing you to have this position. And my father in heaven is allowing you to be put in this predicament. But he said, you know, I, I'm laying my life down. So you're not the one controlling me. You, If you think that, then sorry for you. But you're not the one controlling the ultimate situation. Because I already came here for, for a certain purpose. And I came here to lay my life down. So in that instance, Jesus just had to do a little correction with the situation. But he could have easily just, you know, killed Pilate. (laughs) You know, just for getting smart and arrogant, he could have just killed him. Or he could have killed the soldiers, then they came to come pick him up. Because that's what Peter wanted to do. Peter wanted to fight. And Jesus instead, you know, just had mercy and just went on with them and let them do what they had to do. And he even healed the soldier that Peter cut the ear off of. So when we look at loving and what love really looks like, self-love, I'm trying to give you examples of Jesus so you can know where I'm going with this whole self-love thing. Self-love is not taking real good care of your of your physical man and um, being proud of yourself and buying yourself new clothes and, you know, being celebrated on your birthday and all that kind of stuff by other people self-love is really finding the creator and 
understanding your purpose in this world. Once you find the, once the creator finds you or you find the creator, which however way it goes, I think a lot of times he finds us and then we realize that he's been wanting us all the time, but we've, we've been ignoring or we've been thinking that we've been thinking the wrong way about the creator. So we don't really know what a blessing it is once he, once we're actually walking in his purposes and his plans. And so a lot of times we, a lot of times we fight it or we don't really, we just drowned it out with other things. But when you find, when the Lord finds you and he puts you on the track of the kingdom and you realize you have a purpose, an actual purpose to live for, and the Lord reveals that purpose to you, then that's when you really can fall in love with who he is. And then, and you're being, and you being in love with who, with him indirectly shows you how to be right, the right type of human being on this earth. It shows you, he shows you and teaches you all things. And you will automatically start having favor with the people after you have favor with God. Because God is going to direct your steps. He says the, the steps of a righteous man are, are directed, are ordered by the Lord. So when you're righteous, the Lord is going to make sure that other people notice you and, and help you because you have a purpose that he has to execute in this earth. And just like Pilate was part of the plan of Jesus, and so was Judas, so was Peter, so was Mary Magdalene. All those people were part of Jesus' story. And you have people that are part of your story. And whether they're to be your antagonist or they're supposed to, they're supposed to be your ally, they're still needed in your story. And so when you really get that favor on you and you have that guidance of the Lord, I'm telling you, it's magnificent. It's, it's woo. It's um, breathtaking. Every day you wake up, you feel good. Like, whether you have a lot of money, whether you have a lot of uh, clout or anything like that on this earth, you're not going to care about that anymore. Because you already have a full plate. You already have a full purpose in this world. And you're and you're working on that. And you're loving on people. And people indirectly are going to be loving on you back. And other even more than people loving on you and you loving on other people you have the favor of god don't you want the favor of god on your life i mean i don't know anybody that doesn't need god's favor maybe you don't think you need a lot of things from people and i don't blame you because people are fickle and you know they got a lot of things going on but everybody needs some kind of favor from the lord i mean even just a drop of his favor it'll catapult you into destiny you know, because it's God and he, he controls the end from the beginning. He knows it and he controls it. And when you say, well, what about my free will? Well, I don't have enough time to talk about free will right now, really, but I'll just say this much. What I just gave the example of Pilate, that should tell you everything you need to know about free will. Because Pilate said he was the one who had the power to you know, do something to Jesus and that Jesus needed to respect his authority and talk. And then Jesus was like, okay, when I do talk, you ain't going to like what I have to say. And then from that point on, his, well, the wife was having dreams and stuff already, but she continued to have dreams and she was telling her husband not to have anything to do with uh, the execution of Jesus because Jesus was innocent. 
and that he was something that was going on with that situation and that pilot shouldn't shouldn't do anything to be a part of it and so with all that jesus was even god was even powerful enough to touch his own wife's dreams and if pilot couldn't pay attention to that then he's it, you know his free will was actually making him dumber but what i will say is that yeah the lord didn't force pilot to um to do one things one way or the other that was still his final decision but there was a lot of influence there you know between his wife having those dreams and between his own experience with jesus he he knew that there was something going on here and that the people were jealous of jesus or that it was something else going on that he really hadn't uh, committed any crime so so in the end Pilate's authority was really still indirectly god's authority because he didn't have to be in that position in the first place if god hadn't allowed him to be in it it could have been somebody else but it because everybody else was shifting shifting the uh responsibility off onto Pilate because jesus had a, such a crazy trial he had been in front of everybody basically that was in, in power and uh everybody didn't really want to have that job or that task of executing him even though they wanted him out of the way no one even the uh, synagogue didn't really want to be the ones getting the credit for doing that even though they were the ones up, up to it the whole time them in the, in the sadducees and they were trying to use these pagan people to do their dirty work because they thought that they were dumb enough to do it <laughs> you know since they didn't know anything about the prophecies and all that stuff so i will get ready to go i'm very happy to be on my purpose today and that i'm walking in the favor of the lord with men and with people and i i, I um, suggest that you i suggest that you also carve out some time to be a blessing to somebody and in the process you will also have the same results when it comes to having favor with the Lord and people. And so, signing off.